up, wake up, wake up. This is your Cup of Joe podcast. I'm your host, Joe, Joseph Moore, uh, where we talk to extraordinary people, uh, emphasis on the extra, uh, people who are extraordinary uh, in this daily walk of life, just having a good conversation uh, in the morning as we would at the coffee shop. This ain't the barber shop. This is the coffee shop with our good cup of coffee. Uh, or if you, you know, if you're like me, it's herbal tea. I know I'm a little bougie. I like my herbal teas. I can't, I can't do the coffee too much, but, uh, uh, we just have a conversation at, at our virtual coffee shop here. And today's guest, I want Meridian, Mississippi to stand up <laughs> and the world to stand up. We have, uh, the call him maestro, you know, a musician, man, we, you got two names when you just off the chain. Awesome. You either doc, what's going on doc? <laughs> or you the maestro. He both of them. He doc maestro. Doc Maestro Roderick Fox. We're going to give him a hand in the house today in the coffee shop. How you doing, Mr. Fox? Man, I'm, I'm excited to be here, man. <laughs> Just grateful, man. Man, we we excited to we excited to have you. Well, I'm excited to have you uh, in, on a couple of Joe podcasts. Well, I don't, I, you know, again, I like for this, this kind of a conversation, but we want to definitely let the people know who you are. Uh, so I'm gonna let you just kind of talk about yourself. I know he's a awesome musician. He's a he's a, a musician at uh, Freedom Rock Cathedral. I believe he's a minister of music. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, he's sir. A minister of music uh, at Freedom Rock Cathedral's Bishop uh, Hedgeman. Uh, so I'm gonna let him uh, just read. You know, tell the people who you are, man. Your resume, your your uh, resume, uh, and all that good stuff. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much simple, man. I just uh, you know I love music. Um, of course, you know we we're church kids. We we brought up real yep. in the church. Yes, that's, that's a huge part of my identity. Uh, uh-huh. But you know I'm a musician producer. Uh, I have recently incorporated artists into this. Okay. <laughs> thing. I am a um, also an educator, high school educator. Um, so you know I man I can probably sum everything up to some kind of music or math. <laughs> some, some in between. So that's, you know, that's generally, um, you know, who I am and what I do. Yeah. One of the two subjects I, uh, one of two subjects that I, that I love the most and it's not math. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I like to count my money. I like to count my money, but <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> music and math, they can. They got they can. They can people. And see, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna ask you about that in a few minutes here. Uh how is music and math? Because that was one of my questions uh for you. Uh but to kind of let you know, okay, he got artists, man. So he has so uh Roger, you got this pro- is it his production company? Is it uh a label, if you will? Uh what's the name of him? Excelling Entertainment. It's more of a um kind of it's not a label it's more of a you know music management okay. production company okay cool yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not in the labels yet that's i, I received <laughs> it though if you're speaking it i'm speaking it <laughs> i'm speaking it yes sir yes sir and uh and I, I i saw you recently i don't know if you were playing for a play or was it a video it was another artist i know you you were dressed out he was on the uh uh 
on the uh, uh, piano and you was counting in some like 1940s, 1920s clothes. What, what was it yeah, I was saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my good friends and brothers, uh, Terrence Davis. Um, okay. I helped him with his project and okay. uh, one of his songs was kind of a throwback junk type deal. Yeah. Uh, he wanted that type of, uh, you know, gotcha. scenery. So, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Going down to Mississippi. Shout out to Terrence. <laughs> All right, shout out to Terry. Yeah, Mississippi, you know, that's my my favorite type of uh uh Yeah. Uh yes sir, yes sir. But I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna get into that a, a little bit uh later uh about your different cuz you you're well rounded, man. I, I mean, I know you raised in church and all. See, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, but <laughs> uh but um you know, one of the reasons I have you on is because you kind of uh, have different facets about you. We'll get to that. I don't want to spoil anything. We got a few minutes to talk here. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm going get to get to these questions, man. But before I do, you know me. You have seen my Facebook. You have seen my Facebook. You know I got to start off with a, with a dad joke. I got a good right. dad joke for you. So why did the pianist, why did the pianist, keep banging his head against the keys. Why? He wanted to play by ear. I know. People are cringing. I know. I feel the cringe already. From that night. Oh. Man, okay, that's my look, 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 I want to throw in, I want to throw in that you're my inspiration for these dad jokes. Oh, oh I, I be looking forward to them, man. Bring, keep, keep it going. You know, that's what I want to do. I want to inspire, uh, Everybody, since you're younger than me, I want to inspire the next generation. Hey, look, <laughs> look. I'm going to pass the torch. I'm passing the... Look, one day I'm going to retire. I'm not going to be able right. to do them no more. I'm going to pass the torch. Since my kids, they say they don't want it. They do because yeah. they send them to... A lot of these, they send to me. And say, oh, look, hey, right. hey put, put this on your Facebook. Put this on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, shout out. Shout out to the dad jokes. All right. But, look, man, let's, let's get to it. Let me get to it. So you already told me a little about yourself and everything. How long have you been uh, playing? And then is, are, are keys your the only instrument you play? Whew, I've been playing, man. I, I, I will say I know for sure 25 plus years. What, what that actual number is, I don't know. But uh, I've been, I know I've been playing it long. Um, I started off like most kids, boys, especially on drums. <laughs> so um, that was my thing. And then it just, it never worked out. <laughs> so um, funny story, my mom was getting her master's degree uh -huh. and uh, she used to let my aunt, you know, we used to stay with her while she was in class. And uh, my aunt had an old piano. Nobody in the house played. It was just there. So my cousin, who still doesn't play, me and him, uh, he wrote, we wrote all the letters of the keys on the piano, like from top to bottom. And uh, wow. he knew that much. And he knew how to play Lean On Me. He taught me that. And then I just kind of took it from there. Okay. And yeah. I started. And uh, I do play guitar. Uh -huh. uh, I play bass. Uh, and, you know, I'm kind of like, I play, but I don't, like, you're not going to see me out playing generally unless, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but I did recently play guitar at Juneteenth this past year. So, oh, you know, okay. Stepped out a little bit, but, you know, I, um, that's oh. generally what I play. Drums, 
uh, keys and guitars and stuff like that. Okay, good deal, man. Yeah, because I remember. Uh, well, you were you were kind of playing pretty well when when I was uh, when me and my wife was uh, we were residing in Meridian. Because uh, I, I remember, man, we were looking. I was at Mount Calvary. Shout out to Mount Calvary. Uh, Bishop, he was pastor, but it's Bishop Williams at the yes. time. And I said, man, ooh, we were trying to get. Uh, I believe Tiffany Wilson was playing for us, and she moved. Right. Uh, and boy, look, somebody snatched you up before <laughs> this look. how good it was, people. Somebody snatched you up before we before we could make it, make an offer. <laughs> and I was like, man, yeah, this this guy, and I think I think we've been kind of keeping touch since then. So yeah. Um so uh you play your your main instrument is keys, you play a little guitar. So you said, and I was gonna get to it, you are a math teacher. So yeah. uh, First off, before I get to how that ties in, like is, you know, is math, I mean, being a teacher, because I'm a teacher, I'm a musician, I'm a mu- I'm a, I'm in the music, I'm a musician, I'm a vocalist, um, uh, I write songs and all that stuff. That's my passion. I, I I love doing I love doing that. And I also I also teach as well. It seems right. like a, we got a lot of people that are in the arts and stuff and can sing, they teach. I know a lot of Teacher, undercover music musicians. Right, right, right. That's that's teacher, right? Uh, so is is teaching still like is teaching one of your loves as well, or is this something you're doing? How, how does that work? Uh, like, how did you get into the teaching. to the, to teaching? <laughs> it's funny, man. I um, of course, I teach math. Mm-hmm. I never knew I liked math like that until I started teaching, mm-hmm. like. I mean, it was just easy for me in schools, but I never, like, gave it much thought. Like, it was just it was something I knew how to do, and I just did it. But uh, I was actually, my um, degree of my schooling is in business administration, which with uh, a concentration in accounting. Okay. So anyway, long story short, <laughs> I, I didn't have many career options once I finished school. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity to teach came available. So I was like, okay, cool. I was working at the bank at the time. And uh, that was kind of a dead end situation. So when the, when the opportunity came, I took it. And then I was like, okay, this this is, uh, you know, this is it. And, you know, <laughs> um, I've, I always wanted to teach, but I never thought it would be like formally. I thought I just wanted to, you know, kind of, you know inspire people here and there, you know, yeah, but yeah. Um, because and you probably know this, the ability to connect with students, man, is yes. probably the most rewarding thing. You know, I do teach math, but you know, those relationships that you build go beyond any content per se that you're going to to do. So that part is rewarding. Um, and like I said, I just you know kind of really caught hold to that that feeling or that that connection I had. And I just use the math to, I'm glad I do teach math because I promise you some of these other subjects, I've been like, hey. <laughs> See, but you know, it's funny, yeah. everybody that I meet think I teach music. <laughs> See, now that's what I thought when I, when you first told me you were a teacher, I thought you taught music. <laughs> right. And then you Which, said math, and I was like, what? <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. it, it, my my walk is different. It's sort of similar. I'll be honest. I have 
a degree. Well, first, I have a degree in business administration with a concentration on management. And I was in okay. the uh, I was in the uh, corporate world for a minute. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just be honest, it, it was. It it was, sometimes God shuts stuff down because <laughs> right. he wanted, he wants to get you in a place where right. you're supposed to be. That's all I can say about it because I I was not gonna teach. I had a bad experience subbing when I was in college. Right. <laughs> I, I had I subbed for a class. I wrote the whole class up and left it for the teacher. Like they all bad. <laughs> I ain't trying to connect with nobody. And. And so when I worked at Boys and Girls Club and all that stuff and, and got a connection, Boys and Girls Club in Meridian and got a connection and I came to Tuscaloosa and I was working in the corporate world for a minute. And, you know, when stuff shut down, I said, OK, well, I'll teach. And it's just something I've been doing for like uh, seven, eight, seven or eight years now. And it's one of those things where if stuff pop off for me, music wise or all that. I would still be like right. torn to, uh, I don't know if I'm going to leave because my student, because there are literally some students now, first of all, I have students that I don't know if you like this, that are, that are grown. Some are married, some got kids of their own. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. what? And then now I have students that, Hey, Mr. Moore, you got to stay till, uh, till we, right. till we graduate. And I was like, that's right. And so, you know, that's that that pool. I'm like, okay, I will probably continue to teach. I think I saw a mutual friend of ours, uh, Cedric, Cedric Dubose. Right, you know, right. Well, you know, I always wonder. He said, I, I'm, I'm telling Cedric business. Hey, Cedric, if you're listening, but uh, <laughs> Cam Cakes. Yeah, Cam Cakes. And uh, so Cam, okay, he was talking on Facebook, so I, I, I felt like I could talk about it. He just said right. that, that he said that that was one of his things is. He could do, I mean, his camp case popping, but right. he wants to really stay there for the kids. And that, that's a, that's admirable, man. That's admirable. I'm telling you, like, I think, especially, man, one of the, the blessings for me teaching high school is, mm -hmm. you know, you get to see these kids soon after they graduate in the real world. And, yeah. you know, when you see them you know, being successful or, you mm -hmm. know, just just doing their, you know, their thing, that's so rewarding because... You know, you like, like I said, I teach math, man. I, I I tell them about real life too. Like, and mm -hmm. you know, currently I teach uh, mainly sophomores. Okay. So, I kind of like, hey, two three years, you guys gonna be, mm -hmm. you know, you eighteen, mm -hmm. nineteen, twenty, and you're gonna be faced with real decisions. So when you see them, yes. you know, man, that's so that's so it's so rewarding to see them, you know, mm -hmm. doing it. That's and that's a that's a very pivotal pivotal age as well that's right. when i start teaching uh career preparedness is at that age at the sophomore age some do it in ninth grade freshman right. but uh at school i am at now uh we do it at, at the uh sophomore age uh but getting back getting into this music i want to veer off too much uh, because right. i got you here for your music so how does how does being a math how does it being a teacher or just a math teacher, this is a math teacher. Uh, how does that tie into uh, your music or does it tie at all? It does, man. And it does, I guess, you know, of course, every individual is different. I don't read um, formally music. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I know my, I know theory. Uh -huh. I don't necessarily 
always charted out. You know, give me a while, I can get it, but you know, I'm just yeah. not. So when I start teaching numbers, uh, math numbers, I start teaching math. <laughs> Uh, one of the, and you you know anybody does math you got to be organized because you, you can get lost. Yes, and I, I was able to take a lot of those same practices in my perfect and you know into the music. Mm-hmm. You know, music got numbers. We counting all the time. You're you know, it's, just, it's so many things that are, have to be precise mm-hmm. to make it work. And I didn't really notice that, or or, or were able to kind of articulate that until I really started doing math and noticing, okay, yeah, man, this is every, you just, like I said, coming up, playing by ear, especially in church, you just play, you know, yeah. <laughs> especially, you know, when you're able to do it for a while, it becomes habit. And you, and a lot of times I think musicians don't take the initiative to really learn the, um, the purpose and meaning behind these things. It makes it all make sense. It's like, okay, um, now the way I practice and the way I play is pretty much from, it's not a, I hate to say an intellectual place, mm-hmm. but I can see it. I can visualize it and I can visualize that by numbers. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have to spend as much time, you know, you know, back in that, you know, young, older, younger days, you know, starting the tape, stopping it, da da da, or oh. doing it on the iPod or whatever. Now mm-hmm. I can hear it and I know, okay, this is two, this is four, uh, or even a time signature. Yeah. You know, it makes sense now because it, I can see the numbers. So that's kind of how. And like I said, music helps me. Uh, I, I think I became a better leader because of my ability to be a better teacher. You know, having to manage a classroom, mm-hmm. taking those same skills and managing a band or managing right. a group or project. You know, you, you need the, those same skills. They, those skills are universal. And they just yeah. transfer, you know, the content changes, but the principles are so. Right. Oh, that's, um, that's, yeah, that's good. I thought yeah. about that. Yeah, manage yeah. the classroom and then, and, you know, managing your band. and Make the choir, time, you know. It's yeah, time schedules. Yes, uh, all that. <laughs> all, yeah. <laughs> Plans and all that stuff. Yeah, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, it's just what you're saying. Like seeing, you know, planning from the end, you know, lesson plans. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, oh, how can I make sure or, you know, making those pivotal um, decisions in the moment, you know, hey, this lesson ain't going like it should. This song ain't going like it should. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Same thing. So um, they yeah. both doing both together has really been a blessing to me. You know, good deal. Good deal. Yeah. I, man, because I, look, yeah, my mind wandering like, ooh, I, I would love, I'm going to send this to, uh, a few musicians I've seen on online. <laughs> well, they got the chops. I don't know right. them, but I'm going to say, hey, you, I don't know you, you don't know me, but you need to hear this. Maybe you need right. to start teaching because uh, you're not disciplined. <laughs> hey, listen, and you, you ask that discipline part because, I mean, we know in our, in our uh, I had a principal, if you can't manage your classroom, I don't care how good you are. Mm-hmm. And we, we see that, you know, in the music side, like you said, the skill is there, um, the talent is there. Sometimes the anointing is there, but the discipline is not there mm-hmm. to keep it together, to tie those things together. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm just say this and I jump off that. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest blessings in my music career so far has been relationships. Okay. And that same 
principal is true in the class. Like to to know how to connect with those kids, you know, to have a kid, you know, kids say they hate math, but when you're able to connect with them and, and they will do it, that's that's the same. That's to me, that's the same thing. You know, being able to, yeah, I can play, but you know, my attitude bad, so people don't want to fool with me. Mm-hmm. Wow. So being able to to connect those relationships, like I say, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm at a point now. You know, I try to use every opportunity to learn something. Like yes. you know, um, and you and put that <laughs> when I learn it, try to put that in my bag. Right. Um, right. So I, they those things are interchangeable. I just use them. You know. You done said you done said something right there. Yeah, that that relationship piece can close a lot of doors. Not just for musicians, just and we I'm t- telling you, <laughs> teacher can't get through the students because they don't have a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen musicians that are well able to handle something that get passed over because they don't have relationships. Yes. And that's on and a big level, too. They bad musicians. You'd be like, why are they just playing local? <laughs> then you find right out. Now, uh, one of her, uh, she's a singer that I you know, kind of look up to. She said her attitude kept on the couch many times. Mm. You had to learn, you know, so that that you gotta, you have to uh, dis- have the discipline of that, like you said earlier, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that discipline. See, I want to go to that discipline piece, too. I'm going to ask you, this is uh, kind of back to uh, less plans, things of that nature. So how, I know in our church, COVID has changed how we did, because we mainly do praise and worship, and I see you all do it as well. Uh, How has COVID changed you in the management of your band? Um, Now, are you just the minister of music? Do your title, does it spill over to where... You kind of handle songs and all that good stuff. I kind of oversee most, mostly everything musical. Okay. okay. Uh, so, well, so how how has COVID changed that uh, for you? You know, did 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 your teaching skills help with 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 how you how how y'all handled your music, the music side of of church and stuff? I, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> COVID exposed a lot of things. And when I say when I say exposed, I don't necessarily mean all bad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some things in church, and really in life, generally, mm-hmm. we, we just do because you do. You know, yeah. you don't get much thought to it. You just do it. When, right. when those things were taken away, you, we had to really, really revamp a whole lot of things. So at my church, I have an incredible team of people mm-hmm. that help um, right now. Um, I don't do as much of the teaching or song select, mm-hmm. selecting as I used to. Right. So, but initially going in, man, we was like, <laughs> we were scrambling <laughs> like cats. And what COVID did do, I'm sorry about that. that big okay. one. Um, what COVID did do, it showed us the areas of church that we were not, that we neglected. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Now your your church, of course, Bishop Smith, um, amazing. I mean, you oh, all yeah. y'all you all been the pinnacle for a while. So, but um, things like making sure the sound was right, mm-hmm. or how does that affect what we are about to do? Like the how we have to be prepared for. Like Sunday is one thing, but it really starts 
for my my mind, after Sunday, I'm thinking about the next thing and how yes. to, because with COVID, remember, it was very minimal meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of these but... things have to have to be explained verbally without necessarily being in proximity of each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it changed for me, my mindset. I kind of went into producer mode, honestly, yes. Yes. because I had to think things through from, you know, we just can't show up and make it happen. Right. We got to, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're we not going to, you know, we're going to flow with whatever happens or, you know, how the spirit leads us, but we need a game plan going into Spain. You know? Yes. <laughs> so, because you, you, it, there were so many limitations on what we could do and how we can move and things like that. So right. COVID really changed I, the, the, the dynamic. And, and I, and I feel like it was for the better. I think, I think yes. we were, we were kind of laxed in some things, um, and I know I'm, I'm talking about just globally, just church wise, oh, yeah. you know, we didn't, we weren't attentive to things that we probably shouldn't have been. Um, so it, it definitely helped us there. Um, you know, now, and I, which kind of ties into this, but the expectation of the music ministry has drastically changed within the, I would say really mm-hmm. the last five, but 10 years of, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I used to be, it wasn't, as many expectations to uh, be at a certain level. I, I say it that way. But now because of the, you know, the internet has closed, shrunk the size of things. I know musicians now that I probably never have met without, you know, people in New York or across the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now the expectation is higher. The standard is higher. So COVID kind of helped us really realize the potential that we have, you know, and, and, and reach towards it in a realistic but reachable way. You're right. You're exactly right about that. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, we we could not, you, you, it did expose that, wow, we really do, you know, right. even at our church, we really need to practice. So we nearly, we really, it, it, it put all of us in a production mode. Right. Oh, that could kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's us. That's us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Look, if I know if I pray to you, uh, listen, they'll be like, oh, amen, amen. We're like, we sounded like that. No, we got to fix that. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know this, I said this too. Um, I think this is why in person, um, I feel this, this is my personal. This ain't the Lord and the Spirit and the tell me this. It's just mm-hmm. me, right? I feel like people come to church for the experience mm-hmm. you know, to to be able to connect with other believers or you know in that in that experience in that moment where mm-hmm. you know God speak or move. But when you sit at home listening to it, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a totally different that's a totally different need that has to be ministered to. Mm-hmm. I think we 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 have overlooked that. That's what I mean by neglecting. We yes, you know, we take for the granted. That okay, yeah, we sound a mess, but the moment is so powerful that it's ignored. You know, we always mm-hmm. skip over. But yes. when you're not, you know, you have a whole group or sect of people now that might not come back to church or might be in a place where they have to watch it online or whatever. Those people have to be ministered to as well because they can't necessarily yes. sense that moment all the time in their home, you know, or at mm-hmm. work or in the car, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. So we have to be intentional about ministering to them in that place. But we got to be at our best even then. So 
I think those things that we had kind of overlooked, mm-hmm. like, like man, this one person shout all the time, like, yeah, that just wasn't man, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you, now you got to give attention to that or those things. I think I think it brought that to light. You you're right about that. Say, listen, hey, there were times and you have to know my my pastor, Bishop uh, Elsmith Smith. Uh, there were times during the pandemic. Uh, that he he would look over service and he never does that. Like he's not a micromanager at all. <laughs> right. And he really didn't go into the pandemic with micromanager, be a micromanager. Uh however, he was like, listen, I can't let y'all go out like that. <laughs> we right. gotta come, we gotta come redo that. And he was like, and he even looks at his own preaching and said, I think one time he was like, man, I went over time. Uh, because he said this is like a, a television show, or, or right? In a sense, and he said I went over time. I got to do that again, and came back and teach with the same intensity. And I don't know how you don't preach the same word, but you preach it even better. He just mastered right. that, <laughs> but uh, preach and same intensity and everything. And no, he knew, and he was like, "That's I, I hear what you're saying. That is that's that's where I think we need to, as church, you know, go." It's right. really focused on that production. And we and come I, and back I, and he may and they make sure that they we've gotten um uh different type of tech uh technology uh where we're recording and we have his son works our vocals and he works the vocals to make sure they sound good because some things you can't you can't help how it sound because that's how right. we were like, oh my gosh, we sound like that. How can we right. fix that? Well, we gotta get some technology to smooth out certain things because the mics you know, and we did that. We went in production mode. And I cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just want to piggyback on what you said. It. I'm. A, I'm a two part. Two points rather. Mm-hmm. It's discipline, like you said earlier. Yes. Like, and when I say what COVID exposed, that was one of the things we're so used to. Like we feel like in church generally, I'm, and I'm saying generally, not everybody. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. we put barriers on things, just say if you got 20 minutes to do this. Well, I can't flow like that, you know. You know, can't put a, you know. We have these mm-hmm. crazy ideas deals <laughs> that, that we put on everything. You can, you can minister to the heart of the people in ten minutes. Yes, in five. <laughs> I've seen it well, done. <laughs> but, right, but the the undisciplined that we have says I need forty five minutes and all the, you know, no. You, so we that's that's the thing, like you said. And when you say production, church people kind of cringe because they feel like it's manufactured. No, it's got to be authentic. That's number one. But yes, just like anything else, if you build a house, you just you don't start that any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we take, like I said, we take, we we don't deal with the principles or the discipline of what it takes to be excellent or effective. Right. Or really pierce the heart of people. Mm-hmm. Like I when I'm intentional, okay, but we singing, uh, let the glory of the Lord rise. We sh- hopefully we got a vision of what, what the Lord wants to do through that song, and we should be intentional about that. So yes, those licks or whatever, or vocal arrangements or whatever in that song only complements that vision that we have. Mm-hmm. It, it's not it's not because we were trying to show out. Hopefully, right, <laughs> you know right, right, right. You just gotta be more disciplined about those things and intentional. Yes. To, yes, you, yeah. To you know, to make the the the, the yeah, 
God's word don't need no help. However, and I'm, I'm going to close with this. <laughs> I remember an episode of Cosby, and this sticks with me all the time. And when I can't remember which daughter he was talking to, but he he took a steak. He said, if I if I give you a steak on a garbage can, would you want to eat it? It matters how we present mm-hmm. those things. You know, that's my favorite part. That's my out of all the Cosby shows. That's like my favorite. Right. I use that in my classroom with the kids. They like. I say, go, go watch that. Go watch that. Go right. find that episode. I love that analogy. I love so, it. Listen, yeah. I, I, I got to shift gears because we really didn't get on here to talk about. Right, right, right. About, but no, that no. was. Listen, y'all. That was some. That was that was not a part of the program, but that was some great. Grace, I just let you flow because that, like, we're just having conversation, you know. But I want to get to, yeah, (laughs) over coffee and tea. (laughs) But I want to get to this project you have. I want to make sure everybody knows about it. This, the the project you have is called um, Progressions. And uh, now, when I first, when I, when I, because I follow you on Facebook and I, and I saw you talking about, uh, getting a uh, uh, doing, you know, working on a project and stuff like that, and uh, I thought I thought of most of the people that you that you've uh, played for. Well, that I know, you know, I, and I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know when I heard the project. It's a nice, is 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 uh, a progressive jazz sound to me. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you'll talk about it, but mm-hmm. I was I was looking for you know. I said, oh, oh, he gonna give me some I got Jesus. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, this ain't got the I got Jesus, but it's nice. And um, it's just, this is tongue in cheek, uh, just kind of saying, what what uh what led to you doing this type of project? Although you're surrounded by, you know, church and I mean, you killer with the quartet. I mean, you first off, uh, first off, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing with quartet. People don't know. People think that just quartet. They just get up there and do. Yeah. No, those are y'all are some of the most disciplined. Gotta be. <laughs> when they say shh, shh, and you already playing super low, and you come back and say shh, I told you to bring it down. Like I'm already down. You gotta bring it down right, right before you get to zero or whatever. Right. But talk about man. Talk about how you got to progression. How did you get to that project? Okay. Uh, and you know. Kind of like you just said, most people who know me, uh, and for those that don't, I came up on the, in the quartet. That's that's where I was born and bred. You know, I kind of <laughs> came to the, the contemporary side of gospel a little later on in life. But uh, progression, man, honestly, is um, I guess when I started um, being kind of pushed or pricked in my heart to do a solo music, just something mm-hmm. my, my own. Um, it, it once once I knew I w- was going to go that route, this project kind of just dropped in my lap from God, and it was uh, I got some other things coming very very soon, and which which are totally which will be totally different from this. But uh-huh. I felt like I needed to uh, give God back this first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of my offering to Him. Uh, because you know, you know, nothing I do will ever not include him. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make this project strictly about that. 
And it's it's kind of interesting how it happened. Um, this project probably was supposed to be done five years ago. Okay. Okay. Wow. And, uh, it did <laughs> for several <laughs> reasons. For several reasons, you know. Um, and I thought I would do it differently. I'm, I'm gonna be as transparent as I can, as I can about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was my plan was I said, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm gonna give you this first. I'm just gonna fast. And I'm just gonna <laughs> go to the studio one night, lock myself in, and I'm just gonna play. And whatever happens, that's what it's gonna be. Right. And and I really carried that idea for probably about three years, which is probably why I never did it. You know, because I was thinking like I, I had no nothing in my mind prepared to do. I was just going to go in. I was gonna, I just knew I was going to fast. And at the end of the fast, I was just going to go in and play whatever I, you know, whatever I felt God gave me. And that was going to be it. Right. And it just it, like I said, it never happened. And then when pandemic hit, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was stuck at home. So this project had been, and you know, and I'm be like some transparency. I had just been, I wouldn't say depressed, but beating myself down about not having done it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not supposed to have been done this. I get, you know, I'm just, you know, just being hard on myself. So when the pandemic hit, I always had in mind, you know, to do the project. So I don't, I don't know if you listen to it or can tell. All those nature sounds are authentic. Like, oh wow! I yeah, I went. Tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I went outside at like four in the morning and recorded the morning. Awesome! I went outside during a thunderstorm and re- set up stereo mics and recorded thunderstorm. I went outside at like one o'clock in the morning, right after midnight, and set up to record those. And the 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 album progresses. It starts off in the morning and it ends at night. Awesome! Those are okay. actual. <laughs> sounds that I recorded during the pandemic because I was you know at home. So probably um after that this this year, early this year, well last year I guess, I had my keyboard out and was any keyboard players will probably know what I'm talking about. You just randomly go through sounds. Mm-hmm. I was just randomly going through sounds on the keyboard and when I would hit a sound and a melody would just come to me and I play it. So I did that like three times. So I said, shoot, let me record this before I get like recording my phone before I get it. And I got like snippets of some of those songs that just came from like just going through sounds. And when I would hit a sound, it was like the Lord was just boom, give me a melody right off the top of that. Mm-hmm. And I just recorded it. And later, earlier this year, I went back and just played through it and kind of put it together. And, and that's that's how it did not happen. Like I said, like I thought it would but that's how it kind of unfolded. And then it connected with the day, like the progression of a day. Like you hear um, how it sounds for me, how it sounds in the morning sounds different than at night. That's why the last song is kind of, if you go outside in the morning at night, it kind of sounds the same, you know, Mm -hmm. but it feels different. Yeah. Like you can kind of feel the weight of night. Like you can feel that, you know, and that's why that the last song sounds that way. It sounds like kind of more, not sad per se, but more serious kind of concern. Uh, uh, maybe com- complex is probably a good word for it. That mm-hmm. morning is kind of clear. The first yeah. song is very clear. Um, as if when you open your eyes and you just got a moment to kind of, you know, gather mm-hmm. yourself. 
you know, it might just be laying in bed or it might be your private time with God or whatever that is, but it's meant to be that way. And it kind of progresses through what an actual day would be. That's, that's my thought of it. That's awesome. That's a, I see that with the last uh, track being Gethsemane and we yeah. all know the connotation with that. Right. Uh, right. Uh, and, and, and everything. Um, and, and then seeing the melody's hard path of the morning, uh, right. that, and see with even you telling, this is why I kind of wanted you on, uh, even you telling me that gives me a, a, a even like greater understanding of right. the project, you know, right. uh, because like I say, this is, uh, for those, uh, uh, who's listening, uh, this is a, pro, a like progressive jazz, uh, it's, it's, it's no lyrics. It's, it's all playing, all keys, all nature sound, um, right. and all that good stuff. And so, uh, you have to, then you're left at your, at your own interpretation. Right. Uh, right. But that, that gives, that gives, uh, a lot of meaning to, to what I'm listening to. And, right. uh, now I can listen to it with an even even greater level of understanding. Now I wish I had time to talk about every track, and I just may get you on again right. to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, but one of my favorites uh, is I listened to it all the way through. Melodies are a path in the morning. Uh, Come close and Semini and, and all here splendor mass. One of my favorites uh, and bef- and. It is track number four. I think it's four. Is Eastward yeah. Eden? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I, it, it's just the 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 melody of it is. Uh, I don't have clearance to play it, <laughs> so I would I would play it on here. Um, but the melody of this one just kind of uh, took me took me to Eden. I felt yeah. like I was in a garden, and I right. felt like I was. You know, for us, we're Christian uh, and right. we we worship God and our worship. Uh, it, it kind of it kind of uh, it's kind of interpretation of how I would uh, worship. You know, I found myself kind of just uh, there's a particular uh, a melody in it. And Lord, I forgot it now. Uh, it's probably because this this mic is on and I can't. <laughs> right. But I was like, I got to remember that melody. Uh, but um it's a particular melody in there that I just kept. You play it kind of over and over again. Right. And so what does just give me just a background and the meaning of this, this song? I wish I could talk about all of them. Right. We don't do that one day. But Eastward Eden, what uh give us a back background behind that song? Okay. Um Eastward Eden has, I'm gonna give you two stories. Go ahead. What it is. The first one is, I mean, you nailed it. It's uh, and, you know, of course, we we say Christian. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bible says the garden was in Eastward Eden, mm-hmm. and the the first kind of perspective I'm giving is kind of from a Christian standpoint. That song represents if we were walking through that garden with Adam and Eve, like when nothing, when nothing, ain't no fall happened. That's what that would be, it, mm-hmm. and it's it's if you listen to it, it kind of it's like a slow not a slow walk but it's a walk through a place it yes. represents like a that utopia per se um of where you know I, I don't have any worries no lack no you know no concern it's, it's just my 
connection with God, just me communing with him, me talking with him in a very, um, like a real sensual way. If, I, if that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I feel you. Yeah, more intimate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right, like, you know, like, me, me, me and God, we talking about, like, me and God, you see how this sun, like, how how this world is created. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, and I'm just talking to him, like, man, I, um, it, it kind of, like, you know, touches me because I heard um, Michael Smith say this one time. Mm-hmm. He said, man, the God that created the heaven and the earth, the sun, loves you, like mm-hmm. me and you, like, yeah. that God. So that's kind of what that song spiritually represents. Like mm. I can commune with him in that place, you know. Um, and the other perspective is from the album per se, per se uh, or the progression of how those songs work together. And it represents like, you know, that the middle part of the day where like not not afternoon, kind of right after, I mean, not evening, like right after afternoon, right after noon, mm. where you might be on lunch break and you just need a breath, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It, it gives you that, or it's my heart that it gives you that peace that like, okay, man, I'm good. Let me go ahead and knock the rest of this ship out, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you need to do or whatever. So it's kind of that place in the setting of a day. So that, that those are the two concepts that I had when, uh, creating that song, but more so the first one, you know, that, yeah. that play. Yeah. And see, that's why, cause I'm a musician, I'm a right. singer and, um, um, uh, and, as, and as being a Christian of those who may be listening and they're not, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm one that's very demonstrative, uh, at, with my, uh, with my, Christianity as I, I love to express, let me use expressive, especially as right. it relates to okay. praising God. So I love music that kind of uh, uh, creates that, that kind of atmosphere for me uh, to, to express my love for my God, uh, my love for uh, Christ. And right. that does it for me, that, that worship, uh, right. You know, in the church term, we say we are worshiper. I am. Right. I, I love to, right. uh, uh, for uh, uh, other terms, I, I love uh, the expression of it. I love to express myself uh, right. to my God. And Eastward Eden really takes me to that place of, of worship. I think I played that like two or three times yeah, <laughs> in a row. I love the whole part. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's just, it's just, I mean, that's what it, and I love, what I love, what's been a blessing to me from this project is hearing people's interpretation of what those songs or whatever that moment, you know, kind of how it connect with them. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like you said earlier is there's no lyrics. So you have to um, listen with the intent of kind of understanding, you yes. know, because there's an, I, I intentionally did this. There's no crazy drops, no licks. <laughs> it's not that. So when you're listening, I hope it kind of provokes you to think or, you know, uh, analyze something or assess something. And, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, using this platform to explain my intent behind it gives people better understanding or gives them the liberty to create their own, whatever that is. I'm, I'm you know, hey, I'm, I just hope it touches them and connects with them, you know. Man, I t- it did for me, and I think it will uh, for the people that's that's listening here. 
Uh, well, unfortunately, I hear my virtual, my coffee uh, machine going off. <laughs> yeah. That means our time is coming to an end, but, I, but I'm going to say, I'm going to, uh, um, I want to say this. Well, first of all, is there any, I think my, my last question was going to be, what was the message? I think you've already said that, but is there anything right. else you want to add uh, before we close out the show? Anything else you want to say? Man, I'm just grateful for this opportunity. You are definitely someone I've always looked up to. Um, incredible minstrel, vessel, some, all of the above, you know. So, man, when you mention this to me, you know, it just lets me know. I, I, like I said, I think, man, I end with this, tied back to relationships are so important. Um, I've been a person that have, have mismanaged relationships and did wrong. And I guess at my age now, you know, I'm really understanding how to appreciate that. So I appreciate you, man. I appreciate, you know, uh, just the person that you are. So uh, from from back in the, you know, uh, the little <laughs> voices, they catch your cares. Oh, man, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Shout out to Scotty Cole. Bring it back. Shout out to Scotty Cole. Bring it back, Scotty. Yeah, we ready. I'm ready to say yeah. we can knock it out. Bruh. Man, yeah, I, man we, listen. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I just forgot we had did... Uh, um, why pop two together? Sure, well, did. I didn't do the track, but I forgot about the okay. Yeah, we, we yes, sang with them for a minute. Yeah, hopefully, I get Will on here to talk a little community. Please do stuff on one day. We, we, I'm gonna talk to him, I'm gonna get with him. If you listen to Will, I'm, 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 I'm gonna hit you up, man. I'm gonna get you on here. Yeah. But man, I listen, I appreciate it. Is relationships uh, yeah. uh, that's that's me. I, I, I appreciate every relationship that I have and I appreciate you man that's why I asked you uh, the project really blessed me um, because I, I like different expressions right. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you know, like I said, there was a little tongue in cheek to say, you know, <laughs> oh Roger got it. Oh, I know he about to play. He about to he about to take us to church. He did no, in a different way. Yeah, in a different way. You're right. <laughs> and because That's it's it. it's so one of the reasons I chose it for a cup of Joe. It's one of those things, and I am hopefully speaking. Maybe somebody who knows what ears will get this. Right. Um, right. You know, Very start cool. playing in Starbucks, playing in elevators in the mall you know doctors offices this is where you know people need to hear in 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 those type of areas in, right in in hospitals you know and yeah. uh you know cha-ching <laughs> right right <laughs> you know that's a nice royalty for you go ahead yeah you're right you man I, and I, one and i just if if there was a message that i like to just share here is you know after after a couple of years, man, I think we all can use some peace. <laughs> yes, you know, and uh, I, I, that's that's probably my number one goal. You know, I, and that peace is different for everybody. That's why hopefully everybody can create their own narrative around it. But I hope it brings peace and you know comfort. Um, right. You know, and I think we can use that. We we always found something to argue about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you know, hopefully it can be that. Listen, it is that for me. So you all, y'all go out, go to iTunes, Apple Music. Uh, yeah. Are you on Spotify? Everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere music is streamed. And he has CDs. What is I your did, email address so people could contact you? copies, please. Oh, my email address is excelling, E-X-C-E-L-L-I-N-G, E-N-T. The E-N-T stands for entertainment. So it's excelling, E-N-T, at gmail.com. 
I'm on okay. all social media platforms, Facebook, Roderick Fox, R-O-D, no E, R-O-D, R-I-C-K, Fox, um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to TikTok too. No, I'm on TikTok too. Uh, whatever. Just, I'm, I'm out there. So please, I, I greatly appreciate your support in, in, in any way. Prayers, every, everything. Yeah, go get you, get you a CD um, and not on a CD, download and streaming. Um, and, and I'm downloading, I'm streaming. Um, I sure appreciate it. And it's it's just a great, it's good meditation music, it's worship, yeah. man. It's you play it in the morning, play it at night, play it, play that Eastwood E. Now I see my break is somewhere around 11 or 12 in the day with these kids after I done yeah. talked. Yeah, yeah. My 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 uh, bulb is about to burn out. <laughs> I put on some number four, Eastward Eden. Right. It charged back up again. Y'all go and when you do that, I'm sure he doesn't mind. Leave some comments and leave. Yeah, please do. You, you know, you know, some reviews, some stars, and all that good stuff. That reminds me, I need to do the same. Uh, but leave all of that feedback for him. Uh, I want you to do this. You're listening. I want you to go to my Facebook. Uh, go. I'm gonna put up a post, and when you tell me how you like it, tell I'm, I'm gonna ask you which which track you like. Uh, uh, find which track and tell me tell me why. Uh, we want we want to blow this project up. Uh, progression. Wow, it's such an awesome title. Progression of the day. I did not know that. That's awesome to me, man. Yeah. I love creativity like that. And uh, we want to hear this in grocery stores everywhere. We want to you yes. Know, hopefully get you on the. Uh, uh, what was that jazz festival and all that stuff? Hey, listen, big big (laughs) things are coming, man. Seriously, and I like I said, I'm grateful that you know for this opportunity. Um, look, when we we blow up, we're gonna we're gonna shout out a cup of coffee with (laughs) Joe, yes, sir. I appreciate it. Look, I get my stuff together, and you know, who knows, man, I pull up and we'll do a live show, (laughs) man. That would be so dope, I promise you, (laughs) yes, sir. Like I say, our time is spent. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna come back one day and continue on this conversation. It got good. It, it <laughs> it's did. always good really with did. good people, man. Right. And um, so we look forward to this. Has been a cup of Joe. Uh, you can catch me every Monday morning at 8 a.m. bright and early. The podcast will be at least on there. You know how podcasts work. Uh, right. It'd be back before 8 a.m. or somewhere around. Uh, before, you know, or right at 8 a.m. So uh, y'all, y'all catch this and and looking out for the next podcast. Like I said, I'm sure this has been this has been Cup of Joe. I'm Joseph, and I will see you later. <laughs>